Welcome to Imperfect Parenting. I'm Ariel Green Anderson. My name is Matt Anderson. We're bringing you raw, real, and unfiltered stories from around the world. Are you an IP parent? Hey, it's Coach Ariel Anderson, mom guide on the path of (laughs) fertility over 35, 45, 50, and crazy imperfect mom muddling through like all of us. Uh, I'm just thinking about you and wondering how the holiday season is going. Um, We're getting a preview of the usual holiday madness with kids. You know that thing where they kind of just get all world up in the excitement of getting and uh, things get a little bit cuckoo. Uh, we had a little moment of illness and uh, and then I started to feel a bit off and I didn't realize that my husband and his busyness did not feed our child uh, after breakfast and so I came down to do Advent uh, which we've been doing. And uh, mind you, 24 days of coming up with things is pretty full on. So I thought it would make it easier by mixing it up, having each of us take a day. Well, actually, Ella being all the even days and Mats and I sharing the odd days. Yet, you know, amidst all the busyness, that still didn't take the pressure off. And in fact, with uh, a daughter who hadn't eaten and me coming down to do Advent for her, it was a bit of a mess and she was uh, very emotional, very loud, very verbal. And uh, that came after getting something. She did this, I do a scavenger hunt, which is intense, (laughs) but I've found kind of a way to do it since she can't read that makes it a little easier for me. But uh, so I had 13 notes for 13 days. Oh, wow. And when she got her present at the end, she said, not very exciting. And I thought, ooh, I got something that she's going to love, right? You know, these moments, right? Uh, And really, what it triggered for me, also not feeling perfectly well and not having eaten much that day, we kind of (laughs) triggered each other in our funk of lots of rain and not enough food and and just being off on the whole point of everything right you know she was disappointed um they were a little snoopy lights I thought she would be like I I don't know I love things like that and she does too but in the moment I know exactly what she's waiting for there's one thing she asked for two weeks ago she really wants it and she's really disappointed and I think she won't really let go until that comes probably I know her she get fixated on something and that's that but uh one I don't have it (laughs) two uh well I want her to appreciate what comes and not be I don't know it feels greedy and I know that's not she's being honest and I appreciate that uh yet I decided that this week we need to really really take time now that we're spunky again to go to a giving tree or two and be reminded of giving. Uh, We also have some things we wanted to give to some people in the area who are homeless uh, to keep warm and 
I think it's really time to take a moment to do that and be reminded of what we are focused on throughout the entire year. You know, it's not just about getting and all you have and all the entitlement that is so easy to fall into, but also that giving, that generosity, that reminder that also, you know, you give and things come back and they don't necessarily come back from the same people. And so I want to really come into that place. I think also I've been thinking about it a lot because on Nextdoor, this app, which talks about local things in the neighborhood, uh, people were complaining about the homeless people and what can we do about it? And, you know, they don't want to be helped. And, you know, all these just, in my mind, super horrific statements of entitlement and not knowing or understanding or even taking a moment to attempt to understand people's place and that people have been displaced by fires and lack of jobs and mental health and divorce and changing cities and there's so many different stories out there and I found out recently that I know somebody who's out there and that this person's family just felt like it's time for them to take action and they let them go and ask them to leave the house and are pretty sure that one of the encampments includes this person. And I thought, that's uh, not somebody who doesn't want to be helped. That's not somebody who uh, doesn't care. It's just somebody who hasn't figured it out yet. And what if we could be a part of helping those stories? What if we could teach our children that it's not that we have to just hand somebody a pile of money or a new car, but it's, or whatever. It doesn't have to be some huge grand gesture, but just even the smallest things like saying hello and not having them be invisible on the street, giving them a bottle of water when it's hot. I remember my friend Etty did this when we were walking through New York City. There was somebody, I think, asleep on the ground. It was super hot. There was no water in sight. And she just, she put her bottle of water, bottle of water there. And, and I remember thinking, you know, that's seeing people, allowing them to be seen and teaching our children to do the same because yes, of course it can be uncomfortable. Maybe we don't like the smell of certain people. Maybe we don't like to go to that area and hang out after dark because it feels uncomfortable and not what we're expecting or used to or looking for as far as an environment. But it, imagine how those people might feel. Maybe they're comfortable. Maybe they also aren't that comfortable, but they don't see another choice. And it's not only that people don't want help. They just don't see it. They're, imagine, you know, you have somebody who's in a situation and at a certain point you don't see the way out. You don't see a solution. I, we deal with this on a daily basis here at the house and in the fertility circle where there's a certain point at which you know you fail or things don't align and you stop seeing the way and you stop seeing that you have there's the loss of trust in yourself, in the universe, in the community, in your body. And those things align both in the path, you know, of parenting, the path of fertility and, and being out in the world without a home that is not mobile or warm or feeling safe. And, you know, what can we do to contribute? Because honestly, you can say it'll never happen to me. 
oh, but it can. I have seen stories and I have even been in that story to some degree. I've been lucky that I have local friends and family. Yet when you don't have your own home, it feels that way. It feels like homelessness. Add to it not having security. If you've ever been backpacking through the world or traveled in places that are not fully always settled and settling and comfortable, you know what it's like if you're in a tent in a busy place. It's not a feeling of safety. If you have everything that you own in your car and it gets broken into, imagine what that feels like. If you've ever had your car broken into at all, that it's such a violation. Now imagine that that's the place that you live. If you've had your home broken into, it's the same thing. So, I mean, it's just, it's just perspective that anything can happen. You know, we were living, you know, four or five star life and then poof, you know, everything shifted and we were lucky not to be on the street, but that's not everybody's story. And can we for a moment, uh, come into their world, ask them what they need, not do what we think they need. Uh, anyway, that's, you know, my feeling for the moment, I feel like gratitude, entitlement, uh, understanding, generosity, they're also intertwined and interlinked. And I want this to be a part of Ella's life. And I'm thankful that we can provide for her in any way, at least a roof and food. And she's an only child in this house, but she's not an only child in the, in her sphere of reality. Uh, but she gets all the attention and the energy right now. And when she's maybe with her brother and sister someday, it will be different. Right now, the world is, <laughs> we're on the other side of the world. So that's not a conversation. And I want her to remember that we share. And she's a great sharer. I'm so thankful that that's one of the things that her teachers and her teachers and her friend and her friends have said. And I'm thankful for that because we've worked with that since the first day in the sandbox and box in Prague, you know, we share, we offer to help. And that's just a natural part of her. And I'm thankful for that. And that's a natural part for Mats and I, we, it comes out in different ways. Uh, and I'm wondering like, what is natural for you? Where is the place that your generosity is the biggest and the most comfortable and the most, um, able to be communicated where it just feels like second nature. And how can you share that with your child or your children at this time of year? And if you're on your path, uh, you know, where are the bumps and the hiccups? You know, I definitely have my moments of contraction where I'm less generous because I'm feeling, I'm feeling less abundant and then something will shift and I just, uh, let go, let go of the having and move into the giving and, uh, making a difference and imagining in a deeply empathetic way, you know, what it's like to be on the other side. So that's my little preach for the day, but it's, it's really going into that, you know, that imperfection of, you know, sometimes we get caught up. I've been caught up in, you know, getting the house settled, which it still isn't, but it's getting there, um, creating space energetically, physically. And so I've been a little bit less hands on for sure on the podcast, on the, on YouTube and, and on the pod. I said the podcast, um, and the blog and definitely Instagram. I have just pulled back a lot because it just wanted to be in the moment and in live real time. And, you know, then I feel like, oh no, you, you know, even a client, you know, ex client said, I, ah, you just disappeared. And, uh, you know, we had finished, but, um, and I, we had not talked about it 
being more uh, of a stop versus you know checking in too often and so I gave space and I got space and then I realized you know it we both felt it so strongly it was a strange feeling and I feel that way with you too when I disconnect uh, and and yet that's necessary and I hope that you allow yourself that too sometimes to not do to not meet to not be you know trying to keep up with the Joneses or even just your own really your own attachments and expectations for yourself uh, there's always so much to do in the day um, as a person, as a family, for sure. Uh, I definitely feel the overwhelm at times where I feel like I'm just rebelling against making appointments or setting an appointment for FedEx to come or <laughs> whatever. And I forget a lot of things because I find the whole thing kind of zzz. Uh, and so wherever your, your place is where you need to pause, definitely take that before the holidays, knowing that, you know, things, energy or energetically, or physically become intense. So even if you're not seeing people, even if you're alone, um, there's an energy in the air, but there's also an energy of possibility and how you can be a part of that, key into that. And when you have those moments of the up energy to share it. And so that's where we are today. This week is sharing that incredible abundance of energy, generosity of soul, it doesn't have to be, you know, big down coat, you know, that you can't afford, or maybe you can, maybe it's just your energy of showing up. It's smiling at somebody in the street. Maybe it's dropping off a bag of warm socks to somebody who doesn't even have to see your face. And, uh, and that's what it's about. So I'm looking forward to finding that place here in town because, uh, I missed a window. <laughs> with a giving tree and I have to find another giving tree uh, where they have, you know, a Christmas tree with little ornaments that have things where, you know, Joey nine wants a truck or, you know, Sam wants a whatever. I don't know. A log for the fire, uh, different things. Uh, so I hope you are feeling in your body what wants to be happening, what would feel good for you and for someone else. And you find that way. Otherwise, have a beautifully imperfect day and holiday season wherever you are in the world. Look in that mirror and smile because you are exactly the person you're meant to be, the parent you're meant to be, and the parent you might be in the future is, is there, bubbling and ready for the next thing. So, see you soon. Listen to you soon. Talk soon. Take care. And see you Friday, 10 a.m. Pacific on YouTube if you're on your fertility path. Okay. Take care. Bye. Thank you for listening to our very imperfect parenting podcast. If you'd like a little more like live coaching sessions, then jump into facebook.com backslash IP parents. You can also write me at Ariel at imperfectparenting.net or jump on that site for other resources like book reviews and other fun things. If you would just share with one person or let one person know about this podcast, that helps us a lot. As well, we have Patreon with extra privileges and have a beautifully imperfect day. Thank you so much for being out there.